Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fictional. We are a podcast that dives into the stories of people's lives, everyday people like you and me, or even famous people throughout history. We even dive into the fictional from time to time too. We will re-watch TV shows, talk about movies, anything where stories are involved. We especially want to get you, the listener, involved too. So if you've got random, funny stories, things that have happened to you or a friend, send them to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. So until then, strap in. It's story time. Well, I think we need to always start a brand new episode with Ryan's favorite thing to say. Hello and welcome. Hello and welcome to Stories. The true and... The fictional. Yes. Well, second last episode of season one of Ted Lasso. Yes. We're, we're smashing through this. It's been a real pleasure to... I mean, personally, I think the last two episodes were absolutely rubbish. Oh, okay. Not. <laughs> I just thought I'd mix it up a bit because we keep saying how amazing this show is. No, well, I... And... I... I said one of the episodes, I was like, it was, it was, you know, there was one episode there that I didn't think was amazing. Like, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't like, it was, in comparison to the whole, you know, the rest of them, it wasn't yeah. as good. But but I enjoyed both of these episodes. Both of these episodes yeah. were amazing. Yeah. Um, you don't have any stories from the real world, Ryan? Before we what real world? The real world is I'm inside. Yes, well. <laughs> I did hear you got fired and then rehired. Fired and then, yeah, but not 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 because it's COVID related. Yeah, I lost my job because of COVID and found a new job because of not COVID. So yeah, impressive. Sucked Gladys, you tried to get rid of me, but I'm back. And he's um going to be working for Dunder Mifflin. <laughs> I'm, I'm working in a, in a in an office supplies company, so Jamie immediately thinks I'm Jim Carrant, whatever his name is. Krasinski, brilliant director. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, yes, um, no, I am not. I'm working for a small family-run company, full-time permanent, so very, very happy. So just like that, bang. Yep, less than a week, unemployed. They, they Didn't even that. have a chance to ca- cash in on those government benefits. Oh, that, 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 <laughs> that you know, take you seven weeks to, for them to even go, oh, yeah, about that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, but, no, it's been a good week, just... Taking a week off, I don't start for another six days. So just having a bit of time off and enjoying being stuck inside. I, I have been going outside and doing some reading, which has been good. That's about you. What about you, Jamie? I know you're still at work. Oh, nothing. Nothing's really changed for me. Um, uh, you mountain folks don't believe in diseases. No, well, actually, there's been a. Apparently, there has an undercover cop driving around our town. Really? Yeah, in an unmarked car. If he if he if he approaches you if he approaches you uh, while you're walking down the streets and goes, "Hey, you got any of that COVID I can buy from you?" You know he's a cop. <laughs> yeah. And just ask him. Just say, "Excuse me, sir, are you a cop? Are you a cop?" No. Well, it's funny because it's it's um flashbacks to when I was you know as a kid. I used to everyone around around my town used to ride bikes without helmets on, and you know it was ah you know, oh, yes. a dead. But occasionally a cop would come up and try to nab you if you're riding a bike without your helmet on but yeah problem, problem is 
nearly every house you can cut through their property and end up in the bush on the fire trail. <laughs> There's like probably like eight or nine of us riding around without helmets on. His cop goes, "Oh, where's your helmets?" We all just go, Poof, disappear. <laughs> and did he ever, did he ever ch- try and chase you? Well, he can't because it's look look. It's sur- our town's surrounded by national parks, so it's all bush. Yeah. And it's like it's literally just like house. It's like suburbia, that small small blocks of land. Yeah, because there's no but, real shops or anything up there. Yeah, no, the 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 oldies are very anti-shop. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and but I think Carajong would be the closest, like shops, wouldn't it? Yeah, proper shop. Yeah, and then North so, Richmond. Yeah, so yeah, Carajong's seven kilometers away. Mm-hmm. Or seven minutes drive or something like that. But um yeah, no, like so there's so many exits, <laughs> exits, you know, when the when the cops try to chase you. Um and they're obviously too lazy to get out of the car and run after you. No, well it's just it's too quick because it's because it's like, well me, you at the rock. And we all <laughs> not, not Dwayne the drop once rock Johnson. That's just <laughs> Yeah, very... just just hanging out in Bower Mountain, the rocks just standing on a rock. He's standing and standing next to a tree, just waiting for there's, you. Well, <laughs> there's there's a lot of distinctive um, what do you call it? Things that stand out, like landmarks. Like, landmark, yeah, yeah. You know, so you know that so you poof disappear and then you all meet up again and the, the cops driving around in circles and. Um, yeah, see, my area, if you do that, the cops come and, and um, say you're not wearing a helmet, you ride into someone's backyard, the cops would normally bust them for doing something worse because it's yeah. like Marion and people yeah. are just drug dealers. And, well, that'd be a good, you know? a good way. Like, so, so you basically just hop fences until you get to a drug house and then the cops, <laughs> and then cops will get to I'm pretty them. sure. I'm pretty sure in my street it's just about four or five fences. And then oh, that's, that's like my street. There's like... <laughs> yeah. <four or> <laughs> We won't name our streets for legal reasons, yeah, the repercussions. No, I remember, I remember um, someone someone I used to like used to work with way, way, way back when said he used to get his marijuana from mm-hmm. local drugos up here. And everyone's like, is it any good? No, nah, it's crap. It's just convenient. <laughs> it's like, so <laughs> so, so the, the drug dealers that don't sell quality any. <laughs> But they just work on convenience. It's like Seven Eleven. The food yeah. may not be the greatest, but it's just convenient. Yeah, so it's like it's there, you know. You, you know. <laughs> anyway, enough oh, on wow. drugs. Um, episode nine. <laughs> it's called All Apologies. Yes, All Apologies. Um, new, new director. Yes. Um, MJ Delaney. Shyamalan. No, MJ, not M Night. MJ. <laughs> Speaking of marijuana, no, um, <laughs> I, look, I, I looked up what she'd done and I didn't recognize any of it. So, um, can I guess the writers? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> uh, Jason Sudeikis. Yes. Bill Lawrence. Yes. And Brendan Hunt. Wow. Wow. How did you guess? <laughs> I, I, I researched a lot. A lot. A lot. But you may remember from the, the end of the last episode. Ended yep. with, I think, a couple of big things. Higgins quit, um, and uh, Keely confronted Rebecca with a phone that her and Roy got from a journalist, uh, like a card that they got from yep. a journalist, proving that she was the one who ordered the journalist to take the photos of Keely and Ted. Yep. So she wanted to, um, she confronted Rebecca and said, you need to tell Ted or I will. And that's yep. how the episode ended. Yeah, now... 
this episode has you'll be very happy ryan had very was very roy centric it most certainly was we start off with roy in a in a in a bin essentially with yeah, um with ice, with ice. <laughs> Uh, watching a video about the the reports on how bad he did in yeah. the the own goal from the last yeah, episode, he's slowing down, and then um, Ted walks yeah. and flicks on the lights and goes like, "Someone ordered a Roy on the rocks." Yeah. <laughs> oh my! My favorite line from this was, "You look like a tan Oscar the Grouch." Yeah. When he was <laughs> yeah. in the bin, yeah. Ted says to Roy when he leaves, and but then, um, and yeah, then like, he, yeah, and then, he, and then he's like, "On or off?" Like, do you want the light on or off when he leaves? Yeah. <laughs> off. Oh. And then comes Danny oh, Rojas. And then, and then Roy's just sort of getting used to it. And then in comes my man. Um, what's his name again? I keep forgetting. Danny Rojas. Danny Rojas. And he wants to get a workout on. I put because on uh, the- Roy asked Ted, has everyone gone? And he said, everyone had said for Danny Rojas because he, he just he just pretty much lives yeah. there. Because um, football is life. Yeah. No, I, I, I did put down on my notes. I don't think I've ever seen Danny Rojas not smiling. <laughs> No, I know. I haven't eaten. Not that I can recall. No. Um, no, there's a lot of confronting in this yes. episode. There was, you know, Keely confronting Rebecca, yep. um, Ted confronting Roy, because a lot of this episode's about Roy um, dealing with the fact that he's getting older and he's slower yes. and, you know, borderline retirement kind of age. Um, um, and then, yeah, so when Keely. Talks to Rebecca, pulls her in, into the boot room. Yep. <laughs> and, then, and then Nate walks in and he's like, he's like, oh, I I know women like shoes, but come on, girls, this is just silly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a true, and just the way that Nate does it, yeah. it's just like it's a it's a banger, but it's just and then he just walks out. Yeah, well, because then he apologizes and he goes, I'm sorry, that was sorry, <laughs> Take all the time you need. Yeah, so Keely, Keely's kind of just giving it to Rebecca saying. She's like Rebecca's like. Well, there's no point in in saying it now. Yeah. And Ke- and like and Keely goes. Well, it, it it affects the way I think about you. Yeah. And you know, again, it's another sort of step on Rebecca's road to redemption within her. Yeah. You know, within herself and and everything like that. Um, and um, I must say, uh, with the the conversation between Bede and Nate about benching Roy. Yeah. Um was stand especially when they're on the field. Yeah. And um and Ted's just Ted's there and he's just he's trying to crack a joke and he's to, to Coach Beard. Yeah. And we all know Coach Beard doesn't have much to say to begin with, so we just yeah. assume everything's okay. And uh, Ted says, uh, you know, hey, Beard, I've got a joke, what do you call a, an English owl? And and then Beard just said, says nothing. Coach Lasso moves closer, Beard keeps moving away. And then he turns around and he's at the other end of the field. Yeah. And uh he looks to he asks Nate and Nate just runs away. Yeah. I know what you're doing there. You're doing the pretend you didn't hear me and walking away. Yeah. <laughs> and I think um, it's I think it's good. And that was while they're doing a training drill, and obviously we can yeah. we see in that drill Roy struggling a lot because all you hear is him go, pardon the language. Yeah. <laughs> Every and then he just eventually he just Ted sorts to starts to see yeah. maybe what the uh, Nate and Beard are saying yeah. is a good idea. Well that that I love that. Um, training the the training part where, where Ted comes out and sees talks about food poisoning or something, and then yeah, Sa- Sam, Sa- Sam Sam brings goes, it up. I, Sam, food, food poisoning is no joke. This one time I was being sick and I had and I had some diarrhea at the same time. 
<laughs> and I love Danny Rojas. He's like, you can have this at the same time? And he's like, yeah, like, the body is a beautiful thing. <laughs> well, to be able to do both those things at the same time, <laughs> the body is a miracle. Um, yeah, that's right. The body is yeah. a miracle. Oh, man. He's Danny yeah. Rojas. Seriously, positive about it. He's the only man that could be positive about food poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, one of the things that triggers Rebecca to actually talk mm -hmm. to um, Ted, come clean with Ted, was when his um, when douchebag Rupert walks in and goes, "I'm, you know, I'm yep. going to be a father." You know, I've, I've, you know, and, and I think this was this this line really affected me because he so it just makes you hate him. Yeah, because he when he tells Rebecca that he goes, "Bex and me are having a baby." Rebecca starts to say, but you never say, and he interrupts her and says, and he basically says, I didn't want to have a baby with you. Yeah. And that was really, I was almost ready to punch the TV. Like that's how yeah. invested I am in this show. And I love the guy that plays Rupert. He's an amazing actor, but he, yeah. he's that good of an actor that I want to just punch him in punch the him, face. Yeah. Uh, because he basically said without saying, he said, he said it's, it's all about the finding the right person. Yeah. But you can tell he was about to say, I didn't want to have a baby with you, but then he was yeah. cut himself off. Yeah. And I think that was solidifies him as the world's biggest douche. Even yeah. I would think he's a bigger douche than Jamie Tart at this yeah. point. Well, and yeah, well, I think ja Jamie Tart's got, um, he's still young enough to have redemption. Yeah. Oh, of course. Rupert yeah. is just yeah, well just beyond gone. it. Yeah. yeah. And as you say, it triggers Rebecca. She literally, she's tossing up whether she's going to tell Ted. And the funny moment I do like is when she calls him into the office and she's trying to tell him and she's yeah. talking about procrastination. When I'm not going to procrastinate, procrastinate. And then she goes on for a while yeah. and she said, can we just do this later? And Ted goes, that's fine. I'll just hit the rewind button. And then literally does everything yeah. he does in rewind. Yeah. And I love that. There's something yeah. so simple. It's just, you know, even including the knocks. Yeah. That was just before Rupert. But then after Rupert, she's just like, you know what? She marches straight down to Ted's office and tells him everything. Yeah. And in typical Ted's fashion, he just says, I forgive you. Yeah. <laughs> because he knows he's going through divorce himself. And yeah. he says divorce can make people do crazy things. And just gives her a hug. And there we have the point of, if we're yeah. talking Marvel, that's the split timeline. Yeah. We now have good Rebecca. Yeah. From now on. And um, uh, she no longer focuses on wanting the club to fail. Yeah. Um, she appreciates. And you see, you can literally see it even ten, five minutes later in this episode. She, yeah. Her attitude towards everyone has changed. Yeah. Well, because she goes up and sees Higgins. Yes. Exactly. That was it. <laughs> and and one of the funniest lines, my, this is my line of the. Of the episode, it may not be funny to everyone, but to me, I just absolutely loved it. By the way, uh, Higgins rocking the Manage Cramps, yeah, go cheap <laughs> playing bass was absolutely amazing. And just Rebecca's look when she's like, Yeah, <laughs> has a little giggle and then remembers why she's there. Uh, but my favorite line, and and she basically walks in and, and she she explains to Higgins that uh, they have make a little joke about his his little Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, and um, he says his wife wife actually hates it, but yeah. uh, she tells uh, she tells Higgins that she's apologised to Ted, and immediately you see Higgins go change his yeah. attitude completely. Yeah, because it, I think he's a lot like Ted. He's a really nice guy. Yeah, he's a family man. He he generally wants to love people. Yeah, 
but my favorite my favorite thing is and Higgins says, Oh, how did he take it? And my favorite line of the whole episode <laughs> is when Rebecca said, You know what the little shit did? He forgave me. <laughs> yeah. But to me, I mean it's not the funniest thing, but to me, after everything, oh, I just cracked yeah, up. No. You know, yeah, the no, little no. shit forgave me. And then she obviously apologizes to Higgins and they have that yeah. moment. Um, she apologizes not only for treating him the way she did, but also for bringing, she literally says, so I'm sorry for bringing you into my little revenge. Yeah. And again, so you're seeing Rebecca become the woman she is, we all know, in the current episodes. Yeah. And, um, well, so Ted, Ted tries to confront Roy with his yes. you know, thing, and Roy just goes, you know, F, F off and you know then goes to you know there's about 20,000 other seats yeah but this is what my ticket says <laughs> yeah um yeah so then he goes off and talks to so he's processing the whole thing and he has to come to it by himself but that it's just it's interesting to see beard snap at ted yeah over yes his, like um you know it's at the pub yeah it's not about um because ted's always like it's not about winning and he's just like yes it is this is professional yeah you need to understand that it is about winning. This is the Premier League. This and is not a college team in high school. And then, yeah, and then classic Bill Lawrence style. Something deadly serious is broken with humor because yeah, bids. The, yeah. girl, the girl, girl bid was dating before was playing chess in the corner. <laughs> I think it's up, Julie or Julia or something yeah, like that. And yeah, he, and he goes up to her. He goes, you know, it's like get your stuff. We're leaving. <laughs> Yeah, because she said, I've never been more turned on before. And then Beard looks at, looks at the dude they're playing chess and he's like, checkmate, mate. Yeah, she's like, she, she was just stringing you along. Yeah. Douche, douche, checkmate, mate. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then that was, I think that was really good. And then you've got, you know, Ted finishes his beer. And then you've got, you know, Roy. Roy obviously has been speaking to Keely about... Yeah. Um, and this is the first time Keely and Phoebe meet as well. Yeah. Um, Phoebe, I love Phoebe. I think she's she's yeah. she's a cracker. And, and Keely and Roy have that conversation where they they're starting their relationship. Yeah. And um, Roy comes to like she she Roy starts to talk about him not getting to start, and Keely gets excited because it's actual problems that they can talk about. So yeah. she gives Roy the pink pillow, which he declines. <laughs> um, and they start to, and, and Roy starts talking. He's, he's saying, look, you know, I don't want to just be Roy. And Keely, in the being, you know, one of the smartest women on this show, yeah. um, gets Phoebe to come over and says, and, and has a talk and says, you yeah. know, tell me, tell me about your, your Uncle Roy. Yeah. And obviously Phoebe says, you know, he swears a lot, which we all know. Yeah. Uh, he buys her ice cream and yeah. he loves him very much. He's funny and, yeah. And he's funny, yeah. yeah. And see, this is where Roy's kind of, in Roy's way, going, okay, okay, I get it. I get it. And then he, which leads him to have, go to Ted's place. Yeah. Um, and then have a chat and have some tea, which Ted, I love Ted's reaction to tea. Yeah. Seriously. He says to, he says to Roy, is this just a prank? Is tea a prank? And he's like, it's squirrel. It's what was it? It's like squirrel oil, a squirrel, yeah. squirrel bath water or something yeah. like that. But, but yeah, they have a chat and, and yeah. Roy, Roy understands and, and Ted's like, look, I I personally don't want to bench you. I want you to show up. I want you to yeah. come to practice. And Roy's like, well, can I think about it? And yeah. obviously Ted, yeah, for sure. Which leads us to the end of the episode. Yeah. 
Um, I really did like that final scene, how they're all in the locker room. And then they're leaving. Like, the credits are rolling, but they're leaving one one by one. And then Roy's the last one to go out and smack the uh, believe sign above the doorway. Yeah. I think that was really good. I think that was really good. A lot of confrontation in that episode. A lot of of resolution as well. Um. Yeah, but <laughs> Higgins and his beard. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it, I looked at it and it's just like it's main it's it's main energy. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's literally like, um, <laughs> it's literally like he he's just gone back. It's just something he he's um he's just like he's so pro- professional and everything, and so. Yeah. Um, you know, upkempt and everything, and then just to see him like in normal clothes with that little beard playing a a, a, a bass is just yeah. <laughs> that made that episode, but another great episode. A lot yeah. of growth, a lot of character growth here, especially with yeah. Roy, with Rebecca, especially. Um, you know, little moments with beard, a beard, especially. I, I will say, beard got a lot of growth with him standing yeah. up to Ted because yeah. you you obviously know him as the quiet guy. Yeah. The guy who doesn't really say much. Um, and, you know, I think a lot of growth with those three characters and little moments yeah. with Nate and everything as well. So another top-notch episode leading into... Yeah. And I love how we didn't see the game in this episode. So yeah, it kind of feels like a two-parter. Yeah. Well, that's 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 what... Um, I think Bill Lawrence does that a fair bit. Well, it's it good. It leaves, a lot, leaves yeah. lots of room for the game in the last episode. I mean, I, I don't want to give Bill Lawrence all the credit, but, you know... It's because there's other people working on the show as well. Yeah, you know? no, totally. I mean, I, I actually went back and watched a couple of movies with Jason Sudeikis yeah. over the last week. Um, and he's, he's yeah. a brilliant actor in terms of he's able to adapt to a lot of different uh, roles. Yeah. Um, like I watched, a, I watched a movie called Where the Millers, which is a comedy yep. uh, with him and, him and Jennifer Aniston in the lead roles. And then I watched him in a bit of a, a, bit of a drama movie. Uh, he's really good. Great. You know, like doesn't get enough credit. Yeah. So really good. And, and, but obviously Bill, they all work well with each other. Yeah. And I think that's where it comes down to it. The, the, the writers in general are yeah. just on the money and I can see why they haven't changed him. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause Bill Lawrence has a lot of influence. I, I think, I think people, people learn a lot from him. Yeah. He's, oh, he's, definitely. He started on friends as like a junior yes. writer or whatever. Like so, not a main writer, but he just wrote a few episodes here and there. Then he goes on to Spin City. Yep. And then he goes on to Scrubs, you know. And um. Well, I mean, look at look at Zach Braff. Look what have he look at what he's accomplished. He's a phenomenal um, since working with Bill Lawrence. He yeah. done a lot of good movies. I've seen Garden State and a few others that he's done, which have just been fantastic. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I gu- I guarantee you, he would probably. I mean, I, he would probably credit Bill Lawrence for. Oh yeah. You know, um, sort of giving being a mentor. He's got a new movie coming out um, soon, and it's got like Morgan Freeman, Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. Oh wow! Um, it looks really good. It's like it's, uh, it's, I think it's called The Comeback Trail. Okay. And it's about film. I think it's set in the seventies because um, he's got a Zach Braff's got a mo in it. <laughs> but yeah, there are a bunch of guys that I think one of the filmmakers owes money to the mob or someone. Oh wow! Okay, and I'm in. And they've figured out that you can get a massive payout if someone dies making you one of your films. Oh, really? So um, they're trying to kill off Tommy Lee Jones. 
accident, make it look like an accident. But but he can't like he just doesn't die. He survives everything. <laughs> like you know they're trying to. Uh, yeah, it's got Robert De Niro. Robert yeah. De Niro, Tommy Lee. I'm just looking it up now. Yeah. Uh, Robert De Niro, Tommy Lee Jones. Um, yeah, two movie producers who owe money to the mob set their aging movie star for set up their aging movie star for an insurance scam and try and save themselves, but they wind up getting more than they imagined. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, he's just starring in it. He hasn't written or yeah, directed. No, but but yeah. yeah, still, it looks good. I mean, to get a movie with Robert De Niro and Morgan Freeman. Yeah. You got to be doing something right. Yeah, well, because Zach Zach Braff did a film a few years back, maybe even longer. Um, going in style. Yeah, I love that movie. And it had I actually love that movie. Three Oscar Morgan winners. Freeman, yeah, Morgan Freeman, um, Alan Alda, Alan Arkin, Alan Arkin. Sorry, yeah, Alan and, Arkin and, and Michael Caine. Michael Caine. That was a yeah. brilliant movie. I yeah. absolutely love that movie. Yeah. That was really, really good. Yeah, I've seen it multiple times. Did he do? I didn't realize he did that. Yeah, he, he wrote and directed it. Oh, wow. Well, then that's, um, yeah. I love that. I, I love do, those kind of movies. Yeah, I do believe it's a remake from the. Oh, way who cares? When, but, um, yeah, no. But... That's really good because I really do like that movie. And I'm, I'm, I'll definitely give the uh, the comeback. The comeback uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure when it's coming out. It's probably coming out soon, but. um. I'll have a look. The comeback here, trail. Here in, um, here in Australia, we still have to wait until we're allowed to go to the movies again. <laughs> yeah. Well, it says it's already been out in 2020 really? in America. All right, there you go. Oh wow, it's got Emil Hirsch. It's got Eddie Griffin. So a lot of a lot of star power in this movie. Um, wow, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. But yeah, 2020 it came out. So if you're in America, you can probably see it. It's probably on one of the streaming services. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll check it out on my side. I might be able to track it down on one of the services. But yeah, I'm up for it for sure. Cool. Um, yeah. Anyway, as as um usual, if there's any stories you've got, um, send them to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. Happy to read them out. Happy to get you on the show. Definitely. Um. Yeah. But um. What... And, then, and we'll be back next week to talk about the finale of season one. Yes, we will. So, see you then. See you next time.